Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Oh my fuck. <laughs> Use your fucking table. Pull it a little closer. You don't have to have your legs all splayed out. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't have long legs. Don't talk to me about how I need to have my legs. I feel like our legs are very much close to the same height. Do you want to try? Let's do it. <laughs> Top of your hip. There's. Very, very close. No. That's the top of my hip right there. Hello. (laughs) Where's the rest of you? I just have a really short torso. Like I have an abnormally short torso. I have a really short torso. No, my torso is like, where, girl, where your intestines? I feel like, well... After watching so many videos of of myself back, mm-hmm. like when I'm editing, because of again my abdominoplasty, <laughs> they took so much skin that yeah. like it made you shrink. All my organs are like up near my boobs. Yeah. So like I have a um. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with this. It's just a body's a body. But I just true. noticing that my body is holding my organs differently than I, I did before. <laughs> Well, people will try to tell me they're like, you're short. You have short legs. And I was like, babe, my legs are most of my body. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It is upsetting how how long my legs are. Imagine finding pants for me. It is so confusing because I'm 5'3", but also a lot of leg. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah, like maxi dresses. Uh, Nothing works for me. That's why you don't see me wearing skirts 
ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fair. Very confusing. That's fair. You didn't expect that hip to be. I didn't. I, I didn't know. expect your hip to be so high. I know. It's jarring for you. It is jarring that your hip is like I just for like... reference, everyone. I'm almost. I'm like five six and a half. I'm and, five three. So, and our, and our hips legs are very close are, to the same height. I wonder where our knees are in reference. I'll have to look <laughs> when I look back. Because the old low knees. Because old low knees over here. I don't know why I decided to get a hot coffee. I'm like fucking dying right now. Yeah, you got I just wanted to be cozy because we're going to be spooky. Spoopy vibes. That's why I wore this. Okay. I want to shout this shirt out because I thought it was very. I'm not. Should I wait till this bullshit's off? Mm-hmm. It's not, not unusual, unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like an airplane landing. It does. You know that? Uh-huh. Okay, anyways. So, before we got interrupted rudely by our air conditioning, we don't need it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I wore this spoopy. Okay, so I bought this off TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok? TikTok? TikTok. 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 TikTok of the morning to you. TikTok shop. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because literally as it was being delivered to my house, somebody tagged me specifically on our TikTok. They tagged us, mm-hmm. ladies and tangents, and then me and was like, this is so Sierra coded. And I was like, oh, how would you feel to know that that just got delivered to my house? <laughs> I felt like I had to wear it today. It says there's some horrors in this house. And then it's just got a lot of ass. Yeah. Like a it's got some ass, mummy ass. Some mummy. Some ghost ass. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I'll yeah. maybe link it somewhere eventually. <laughs> But There's a creator that I watch um, all of their Sims content. Mm. Um, Plumbella. Mm. Plumbella, if you're a fan of us, I'm a fan of you. Hey, that's, that's me putting it into the universe because I just feel like there's going to be some kind of an overlap. Um, but she's always like, I put my whole Simosy into this <laughs> build. <laughs> and that's, that's so now truth. I just want to like do the whole Ussy thing again. By the way, I did realize too when I bought this, because mm. you just reminded me of that, that. This is the second WAP. Well, no, I have three now holiday-themed WAP shirts because I have there's some hose in this house uh-huh. that has Santa. And then I have some gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me for, and it's a turkey <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Well, what could be? And then this is, there's some horrors in this house with some twerking ghosts. So so I need, Easter? I need the full collection. I don't know about Easter. <laughs> what would Easter be? This is the Lord's Day. <laughs> Oh, and Christmas isn't? Oh, yeah. Shayla's birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I have yet to be proved. Um, or New Year's. What other holidays? Flag Day? <laughs> the Arbor Day. Yeah. <laughs> the 1st <Firth> of July. <laughs> okay. Ew! <laughs> Sears and a rare, rare mood. Oh, we haven't even said hi. Oh. What's up, everyone? Hello. How exciting was last week? I can't stop thinking about it. I we honestly green finally, dude. It feels a little bit like a fever dream. Like I keep thinking, am I gonna wake up? And that was all just a a weird dream that I had before my wedding. Mm-hmm. Cause I keep having wedding stress dreams that are like out of this fucking world. I keep having dreams that I believe to be premonitions. Oh, I don't like that because they're probably not good. Are they? Are they? I don't. Well, one of them involved NSYNC potentially getting back together. And, and then they did. Well, mm-hmm. I had one that we got like a million dollar contract. Really? So let's put that into the universe. Holy shit. I know. From recently. who? I don't know. 
I can't remember. Maybelline? <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it is Maybelline. Could be. Well, she definitely wasn't born with it. No. <laughs> no, she certainly wasn't. <laughs> anyway. Hank Green was awesome. Yeah. That was a very cool collab. I almost, because we hung out with him, never want to speak about him ever <laughs> again. Because it's almost like it's now. It's weird that I want to do the opposite. I want to be like, <laughs> Hank, this is just for you. This is a podcast just for Hank. Speaking directly. Hank's podcast. <laughs> Anyways, oh. how, how have you been? Good ladies and Hank gents. <laughs> Honestly, it was such a good. <gasps> he was well, the gent. He was the gent. And somebody. And you're the tan. And I. <laughs> I just got sprayed tan. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> and I'm a lady. I am. I'm trying to be less, you know, in the sun. So that means I got to get spray tan because I want, I want to look. They say that tan makes your muscles look nice. That's why I'm bodybuilders, you know, oh. and I don't have a lot of muscles, but that is why they, they it really like accentuates all of your mm-hmm. firmness. Okay. I don't know. No, um, I, I, well, part of me wonders if like. I always look better tan, I'll be honest. Well, that's what I was going to say is I think there was the idea that tan was more attractive that was always like prevalent in the media. Sure. But also like I, I just, I view it as more attractive. Yeah. On myself and on others. Yes. However, I know that in different parts of the world that's they view the, pale skin that's so true as being like the ideal beauty standard it's, it's so like interesting thing yeah yes. and i wonder like if back in the day whenever things started to evolve if we if we did choose to idolize different body parts or or features oh, that like the the, world you know what i mean so different that's everything it's so would weird be so different if the, it wasn't just like what we did societally yes mm-hmm. if different things were praised publicly more often i know yeah um back to hank green okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry real quick because i did want to say we uh, love that pale man <laughs> we do <laughs> truth but why we love him and i think this highlighted it this comment that i read which was basically like i love that hank can teach us things without making us feel dumb Mm -hmm. and that's exactly Mm -hmm. how that entire hour felt that like he knew we didn't know shit he knows that about us and the fact that he didn't ever once make us feel stupid for being like what oh my god never was just like yeah and i also think that he would admit that like he doesn't know everything like he literally said multiple times like but we don't know i love that and someone else said that same thing like i love hearing smart people say i don't know about things because let's be real there's nothing i hate more than people that are really overly confident about things that they shouldn't be it's like yeah. com- there have been people since you've posted the tiktok with hank oh that have been in our comments have you seen that that are no. like aliens absolutely wouldn't blah, blah, blah. and i was like how are you speaking in absolutes about fucking aliens how do you have that confidence that you were speaking in an absolute about aliens who you we but know what's nothing interesting about is I think I would go back to something that Hank said is like it's not so much that we're fascinated about aliens as we are about our how people perceive us or how totally. something else would perceive us. Yes. And so those people are projecting their perceptions of but people. they're saying it through, through an alien. alien. So you know what weird. I mean? Yes. Aliens would laugh at us. Of course they know what humor is. They would laugh at us because we're idiots. It's like so you look said at they people, would put us in cages and laugh at us. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so you think that 
people are stupid. Yes. You think that people a, are lesser beings. Yes. You think that people are uh, zoo animals. What's going on up in your head that makes you feel that right? way? That's fascinating So me. fascinating. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. Oh my God. So absolutely is- fascinating, Sarah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome back. Shit. There was more I had to say. Let me just tell you about my spray tan. Because it was right. an experience. I will say before I got my spray tan. Because my bachelorette party is this weekend, everybody. Uh, when this comes out, it will have already been. And it is, and it was, and we are fucking recovering. <laughs> but it was a good time, I'm sure. I don't know if anyone knows this, because I think I've only mentioned it um, on an episode that's not coming out until your wedding. Yeah. But I haven't drank for a month. <gasps> yes. Um, like, I've had no alcohol in a month. And I... For no reason am, other than just to be like, yeah, to see. I just didn't feel like drinking. But I do believe that I'm going to break that. Open those uh, floodgates. Yeah, for your bachelorette. <laughs> and I'm a little fearful that I have like completely obliterated any tolerance that I had. Well, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> because I, well, I went to the dentist because I had to get a deep gum cleaning, everybody. Your gum health is important. Get your shit checked for gum disease because it is out here mm-hmm. and is wrecking us. <laughs> this has been a PSA. And it's important because then after These gum they- disease be out here. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Dude, it was scary as fuck because then she's like, not only are these the pathogens we found in your mouth, but here's what it can cause. And it was like cancer, cardiac arrest, fucking lung diseases, fucking IBS shit. And I was like, oh. Oh, word, word. I do be having some of that already. Oh my God, I got so many of those things. So, well. Like, IBS. <laughs> one. <laughs> but I don't but know I have about the a, other ones. I, I have it a lot, though. Well, the other ones were like brain fogginess and shit. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm foggy as fuck up in this yeah. dome. Could that be because of my bacteria in my mouth? Maybe. Who knows? Anyways, I got like a deep, deep cleaning, okay? This is nothing to be embarrassed about. I was like, don't whisper. This is a podcast thing that we need to hear. <laughs> you have to know this. There's nothing to be embarrassed about when it comes to going to the dentist. So don't think. Uh, my mouth is grimy as fuck, apparently. <laughs> and it's a good thing that I'm going because it's important. It's for your health. I wouldn't harp on this if I wasn't worried for your health. So if you have the means, please go to the dentist. It's important. And apparently these things can cause like actual really scary shit. So mm-hmm. like, please go. So I went. I did get the nitrous because I was um, scared. So scared. I'm a little bitch baby, but they were so nice about it. Yeah. So if that's an option you have too, tell them you're scared, and they'll be. A lot of places will be accommodating to that. Yes. Some won't, and fuck them. I guess, <laughs> but they were. Mm-hmm. However, I. This is like the third time now that I've had dental work done that like one side of my face responds very well to getting numbed. And it pops back immediately, and the other is just like, Ormp. <laughs> it's like a drooper. Okay, yep. for a long time, for twelve hours, I didn't get feeling back on that side of my mouth. That is horrifying because also that night I had to go get a spray tan for my bachelorette party. So I'm like, it's fine. I won't see anyone. It's seven thirty at night. Who could be there? My mom and my sister come over to watch my baby so that I can go to this appointment. My sister's like, don't look at me. You're horrifying. You're an actual monster. (laughs) Which isn't true. It was just like I was trying to smile a lot. And if you've ever smiled when one side of your face is numb, it does look scary. Also, Mm. they had to numb my entire mouth. So my eyes, up to my eyes were numb. So my eyes were drooping down. It was was kind of a... 
I wish you had a photo. I do too, but I didn't even want to look at myself. It was scary. (laughs) It spooked me. I was like, ah, what's happening? And also then it started going on for so long that I was like, is this going to be forever? Mm. That was not a fun thing to think about. But I'm like, I'm going to be alone in this room naked with this woman who's spraying me with shit. So it's going to be fine. And she won't judge me. Who cares? Did you know who the spray tan person was? I've had one spray tan done by her before. It is a small town. So yes, I know of her. But like, we're Facebook friends. Um, And I've had one other spray tan done by her. But that was like six years ago. Yeah. So I get there. I'm not worried. Nobody's in there. Like, great. She says... So-and-so is doing a spray tan right now. She'll be out in just a minute. I said, no problem. I'm on my phone. I'm reading Hank Green's book because he told us about it. I got it. I read it. Well, I'm halfway through with it. It's awesome. Go read it. Seriously. Mm -hmm. It's a really good book. So I'm reading that in the thing, and I hear her talking to the person that she's coming out with, and I'm like, I'm just going to bury my phone, like, you know, yep, so that I don't have to talk much. Uh Because as long as I was straight on, you can really don't. Just look like I was frowning. (laughs) Okay. And I hear her say to the person, I'm so excited for you. Have fun this weekend. And I look up and it is Nicole <laughs> who is coming to my bachelorette party. Well, I'm, One glad, of my it was, friends. I'm glad it was her and not <laughs> and she went, someone else. Oh, my God. And I went, bitch, like that. And then she looked at me and I was like, hey, I'm because I could tell her face fell immediately. Like, what happened? Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's dental work. So this entire time we were over getting food i couldn't tell jerry that nicole was texting me and she's like how is your face are you okay <laughs> oh yeah you were saying i have to take a picture I of my I face have to take a picture but i can't tell you why because she was like i'm nervous for you that this isn't gonna get better and i was like well you and me both <laughs> but it was funny because so she got a spray tan from the same lady uh-huh i thought that well now i'm gonna be so fucking pasty wait it gets worse because then i go home to my sister who's watching my kid with my mom and i said it was so funny i was sitting there waiting and i said someone walked out and they were they had just gotten a spray tan and it was for my bachelorette party i was like oh my god and taylor goes was it carrie (laughs) who's also coming and i said no and she goes oh she's getting hers tomorrow (laughs) well fuck i said poor jerry what (laughs) You there's two other people going and you thought poor Jerry because you already know the other two people. They have self tanners. I'm gonna get do you want some self tanner? You don't need it. You're beautiful the way they are. <laughs> you guys are you couldn't even say it. Oh No, you are. I just Shut up. S- no <laughs> Shut up. I'm pale. To be fair, if I'm you ugly. had this tan, it would look jarring, I feel, with your skin. Bitch, tone. I was I was dark whenever I got back from the beach. And you were white next to me. And you know, know that. <laughs> That's why I feel confident now. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry. Hey, if you're whatever color, you're beautiful. That's nothing. I'm yeah, not this just goes back to uh, that, that meme that you posted. That's like, everyone is beautiful, no matter their shape, size, color, whatever. Except for me. Except for me. <laughs> Never me. And yeah. no, I truly was like, I actually said to Taylor, I said, oh my God, Jerry's going to think this is so funny. Like, I thought you would. Like, no, it, it is funny. funny. It yeah. is funny. Because you're confident in your skin. I feel like you are confident in your skin enough to be like, who gives a shit if I'm. Is that confidence or is it indifference? If, What's is the it difference? not giving a shit? I think both are the same. Personally, you think for confidence me, and indifference are the same? Because I can give a shit less what anyone thinks a lot of the time. And I'm like, that must mean I'm confident as fuck. <laughs> like, I don't love myself, but I also don't give a fuck what you think about me. Oh. And to me, I feel like that means I, I like myself. So. 
you don't have to love yourself to be confident. You just have to not give a shit what other people think. Well, I'm not a doctor, but that's what I think about myself. <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist. All right. Get Hank back on the phone. Hank, please. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. No. Um, I don't know. I guess in my head, I'm like, who am I there to impress? That's what I was thinking as well. But it's like the only time that like the spotlight's on me. I like know. That's how I feel about the wedding thing. I feel like... I just went and got my makeup done for it as like a trial to see and like all these bougie things where oh, I feel like. Oh, you guys want to know what her makeup's going to look like? There's an episode coming out where she has her trial makeup on. I do. And it's going to be a collab that we did with Creeps and Crimes. If you were watching last weekend, <laughs> that's why we got interrupted with Hank. It was a really awesome moment. I'm glad you left yep. it in. Um, I thought it was funny. saved that episode for the week of my wedding so that we didn't have to do an episode that week. Mm-hmm. So that will come out then and you'll be able to see my trial wedding makeup which will probably be my wedding makeup i'm assuming yeah but like all of those things i'm not somebody that gets my hair and my makeup done i'm not someone who gets like dolled up a lot Mm. so to me it feels over the top and then i i just have to keep telling that voice like it's okay to do things for yourself yeah it's okay to want to be like a barbie sometimes that's what i feel like a little bit like oh my god i'm like see i don't think there's any part of me that could feel like that i like it i feel like i well i've seen myself i saw myself the other day Mm -hmm. when i met you for lunch and i had i'm i was straight out of the shower i was actually wearing this outfit again i liked it my hair was You wet. and I both looked, we had a very similar vibe happening, though. I looked at myself and I told you that I felt as if I looked like if the Rufus the Naked Mole Rat from Kim Possible became a person. <laughs> but I like that. It's comforting. It, that's how I felt that I looked. Um, and it's, that's not even me being like, oh, I'm so ugly. Please tell me I'm pretty. No, it's no. not that. That is just, I'm trying to give you an accurate depiction for, like, to visualize yeah. what I look like. And so I know that I can do things to myself to make me more pleasing to me. Yeah. I don't know if I give a shit how pleasing it is to other people. Because who gives a fuck? But it's pleasing to me. That's good. That's all you need. But my natural state's not. I would prefer not to look like Rufus. No, I I get that. I get that. Do you know what Corey said to me? This sweet, 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 sweet. That I look like Rufus. man. (laughs) No. (laughs) But we were talking about rating each other. I don't know why this came up. Don't even get me started about that fucking well, no, because song and dance. Corey was like, I was like, what would you rate? Because he told me himself he feels like he's a solid six. <laughs> I was like, I love that energy. That's I was what like, I would rate myself. What do you think about me? And he's like, I would say a seven or an eight. And I was like, I like that, actually. He's like, no, that's just at home when you've done nothing to yourself. When you're at your core, I would say you pull it out to at least a nine, nine and a half when you're really <laughs> trying. And I was like, most people I think would be annoyed that they're like, Call me a 10, but because I know how abnormally honest Corey is, mm-hmm. I was like, that's the nicest fucking thing anyone's ever said to me. That you think lounging around that I'm a seven? Get the fuck out of here. I am a solid four. I think when I'm at home at my grimiest, I'm a four. And he's calling me a seven? That's so nice. That is so nice. You have me through a filter, baby, that I don't think you realize well, you I, have on. I always want to know what's a 10 then. I think a 10 is just like Margot Robbie. It's, it's a Barbie. It's like, it's almost unattainable beauty. But a 10 is going to be different for everybody. Well, that's what I mean. I think to him, I could be a 10. 
<laughs> he said that I was a nine and a nine nine and a half. No, I just think it's funny because Shane did the same shit to me whenever I asked him. Ten, here's the thing. Again with Corey, he's a very logical person. Well, he's like, that's it's almost impossible to get that's to That's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. when I asked Shane, he goes I wouldn't well, call you're, Corey a ten. You're a nine. And yeah. I was like, a nine? And he goes, Well, yeah. We had a because very not, different reaction to being called You're not that. perfect. And I was like, uh, excuse me? Well, that's because I was living in a delusional state where somebody would like tell me that I was everything. And yeah, yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the, the, yes. the love bombing type yes. stuff. Yes. And so when he says to me a nine and I'm like, what the what fuck? The, well, what? And I would say like, what is a 10 then? And he goes, well, tens don't exist. No, so like a nine is, is the best you can get. That's perfection. And, and even like, like okay. Margot Robbie, sometimes I've seen her. Like, not, are you going to rate her? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'd rate her, but I would just say, like, she's not done up all the time. I would say sometimes when she's just lounging. But are we saying that being done up is means more number? Maybe to somebody, not to me. Oh, I like people more when they're in their natural, natural state. <laughs> <laughs> but I know everyone's 10 is different. A, a 10 is on a 10 to me is like you got to me. Yes. You got done up to go like red carpeting. You know what I mean? Like you're on the red carpet and you've had you're doing the most hours of stuff done to you by professional people. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Magazine ready. Well, those aren't even real. It's not. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why to me it feels like it's not real. I think that the whole thing and I think we would both agree with this right now is that the whole thing is kind of stupid. Well, I was going to say the reason I think (laughs) that is because to me that seems fun to me. That seems like a one night where I would feel really special and like a lot of people invested something into me to get that done. And that's why I think I would feel so good about it is because it's almost like Look at all the work that got put into me. Yes. So it's you know? more so you feel special, so the number's higher. I think that is. I, think I feel that's more special, so thing. I feel like a 10, because I feel like the the level of attention that I received yes. would equate to that. That makes sense. Just because, like, look at all the time and effort. These people who are basically, in my eyes, artists, because that's what I feel about people who do hair and, and well, makeup. Yes, I mean, yes. truly, they do art. So, like, if you've put your time and your art on my body and my face. If you put your whole simosi into that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a 10. Yeah. You know, that's what I think. Because in a way, then you're complimenting their artwork. You're, wa- you're walking art. Yes. You're wart. You're wart. <laughs> you are a wart on society. <laughs> yes. I hope I explained that well enough so that everybody who was Partly- rolling their eyes would understand my because I no. didn't want people to think that I was being too like like a misogynist but I want I want you to know where I was at with that which well, is just I think- like I love the art of makeup I love the art of hair I was in cosmetology school and I love to watch young people who are like one wanting to uh they don't know how to Express. be creative mm-hmm. And do that on people's faces. Express yourself on my face. (laughs) Is all I'm don't express anything on my face. That's what I always say. (laughs) But no, I think that like partway through that conversation, I was like, I actually hate that we're talking about this Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't love the idea that we're sitting here rating ourselves or talking about rating other people. And then I was like, but why am I uncomfortable with it? And where is it coming from? And so it was kind of fun to get to that part. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable until the end where we realized like, all right, rating is a thing. Mm -hmm. Talking about a scale is a thing. But how do I make it like 
something that I am comfortable with and that is more authentic than yeah. like society I don't shy judging away it. From you know those what I mean? Things. Well, I I felt just in because... my gut. I was like, ew, ew, ew. I don't want to do this, but but I'm happy I love that we makeup, did. and I have friends who I know put their whole fucking self into their makeup, and they get fucking torn down because of that. They get men <laughs> who are like. Mm. I like a more natural look. Look at her. So much makeup trying so hard. And it's like, she's a fucking artist. Who the fuck are you? Right. So like, I, I do want to highlight those that as well, because I feel like, fuck you. It's not up to you. If she likes that, she looks, if she thinks she looks amazing and is a Ted with a full face of really done up makeup, who the fuck are you to say otherwise? So that's all I was trying to get to that point. But it's hard to talk about that because the world is weird now. <laughs> I feel it's just really hard. You want to tiptoe around things, but like I think conversations like this are important. Well, I think that like this is not what this episode was supposed to be, but I feel like sometimes uh <laughs> topics of conversation feel like minefields and you kind of want to navigate it in a way that's going to be palatable for people and also true to yourself, but also like isn't going to turn people off and then you're like well, nev- you're never going to please everybody blah blah blah. True. Like even today I was approving comments for Spotify and uh one of them said something about uh, the 200th episode and how like it just gets um, repetitive and self-absorbed. Yeah, and I was will. like, yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it so does get repetitive. Listen. Well, find something else. It also feels repetitive that you guys keep saying this shit the about same us. same fucking <laughs> things over and over again. And I have to keep um, digging myself out of the same hole that you keep trying to put me in. Mm-hmm. Um it's almost like even in that way, you're trying to rate me as a specific kind of person. Totally. And I have to keep telling myself that whether I'm a, a four on your human scale and a ten on it. someone uh, someone else's, it doesn't matter. Because of what I put myself on. Yeah. I'm yeah. on my own scale, on my own time. Yeah, not really. And care. actually, I don't get on the scale much. Me neither. Because I don't trust them. That's the truth. <laughs> do you want to do some fucking... Well, here's the thing. Like Hank Green said to you all, Patreon is important, and we are business owners. <laughs> See how I'm doing this? You were so confident that you're like, I'm gonna promote. I'm gonna promote myself. <laughs> I got myself sick. I'm gonna <laughs> advocate for my. <laughs> no, you've already. I've torn myself down enough talking about this. Uh, now I'm questioning myself a lot, but. Patreon.com <laughs> slash ladies and tangents. Another bonus? What am I trying to say that they have? I guess a bonus to being a patron is um, we put polls up sometimes that are like, what do you guys want to hear? And mm-hmm. vote on it. So that's what we did this time. I said, do you want a true scandals episode? Do you want another mashup like we do? Do you want a ghost episode? Do you want an any bunch of do? So... <laughs> So many said mashup, which is great. I love that. I love when we're here and we're there and we're back and mm-hmm. we're, we're over here. Monster and we're over mash. There. It's so fun. But a lot of people also said ghosty stuff. And I think that's because we're getting into end of summer. Mm-hmm. School's going back. So we're all in a fall mood. Me yeah. and you are drinking pumpkin shit right now. Yeah. Like we're very, we're feeling fall. So I did about half ghost and then half other cool. stories. And we have those now to share with everyone. That's what we're going to do. What do you want to start with? You tell me. Because I will tell you the ghost stories I picked out are fucking spoopy. I was going to say, I, I was uh, assuming we were going to do all ghost. 
Oh no, we're doing half. We're doing a monster. All mash. ghost all, all the, the time. time. I we have one. We have three ghost and three regular. Okay. So we'll do a back for backsy forksies. Sure. Okay. We'll start with a ghost one. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience. Because newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, 
itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think Mm -hmm. maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey ladies, I've been listening to you guys for a couple years now and I finally decided that I'll share my childhood ghost experience with you. Okay, I'm so sorry I'm already going to stop you because I can't tell you how many times people have started with I've been listening to you for a couple of years now and my first thought is always like, Liar. But now we're to the point where <laughs> they like definitely I, they have, definitely yes. could have. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's you're probably right. Yeah. Especially since this was written in August 2nd. So definitely probably. Yes. <laughs> I just um, I just didn't believe that people could could stand to listen to us for that long. But mm-hmm. now after so much has happened, I'm like, all right, people probably, are here. And they, so. Some of them been here. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kayla. I'm now 22 years old. Pronouns are she, her. A little background info, the house in which I experienced all this, I lived in for about 90% of my childhood. This house was absolutely amazing. Four bedrooms, full backyard, and a fully furnished basement. This house would have been perfect if it wasn't for the ghost girl that lived in the basement. It all started when I was about six years old. I started to hear footsteps walking up and down the stairs along with running up and down the hallway outside my room really late in the nights. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was my older brother. Well, one night I was in a bad mood, so I decided to go outside my room and tell my brother to go to bed. Shut the fuck up. Hey, how about you shut up, bitch? Steven. <laughs> I looked out my door and no one was there. I walked next door to my brother's bedroom and opened it to find that he was sound asleep in his bed. I then turned around and happened to catch a glance at a female child wearing a white gown and long black hair at the bottom of my stairs. She slowly began to walk up the stairs, making this weird clicking noise as she walked, and I freaked out and ran to my parents' bedroom. My father told me that it was just a bad dream and to go back to bed. I forgot to tell you that this one is probably one of the scariest ones I've ever read. It gets... Hey. It gets worse. <laughs> Listen, who, who, I know this is not a unique to, to us situation. Who was more terrified? Well, who had to decide what was more terrifying? Being around the ghost or waking your, your parents, parents up? <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yes. It was like, my sisters and I talked all the fucking time about how we would experience stuff in our house and we're like, I don't know what is more terrifying to me Having right to now. wake my parents up knowing they have to go to work in the morning. <laughs> oh, they're going to be pissed. My mom literally said to me something the other day. Um, 
She's like, yeah, we used to wake up and trip over you guys because you would be on the floor. <laughs> because we told you, you. I'm fucking scared. You can't. But don't wake me up. <laughs> if you don't want to sleep in your room, you can sleep on the floor, but you're not sleeping in the bed. And I was yep. like, why? And she goes, because I didn't want you in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I was like, okay. <laughs> fair <All> enough. Right. <laughs> so I wasn't feeling, uh, I wasn't overreacting, essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being terrified to wake you up. <laughs> I'll just sleep on your floor, I guess. Let's just say I didn't sleep a wink that night. Fast forward about a year or two. My brother decided that he wanted to move into our basement because he found his room to be too hot at night. I will say that our basement, fucking beautiful. In the mm. in the summertime, oh, um, it's crisp. Down there were there times all the time. My sisters and I had to sleep in the basement. We um mm-hmm. we had a pull out couch down there. Yep. And we'd all sleep on the pullout couch because it was so fucking hot upstairs. Especially if, a thir- if you have a third floor, like a second story, but mm-hmm. like, you know, with the basement. Oof. Yeah. Summer's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Our air conditioning never worked up there. Mm-hmm. My father agreed to let him move, and I was happy that I didn't have to hear his loud music every evening. Well, that night, I hear a knock at my door and see my brother with a blanket and pillows standing at my door. He says that he wants to sleep in my room. I asked why, and he said that he didn't like the girl in the gown watching him sleep. I felt all the blood rush out of my face and all the hair stand straight up on my neck. The next morning, my father again does not believe us and tells us we are just being imaginative. Well, fast forward to my freshman year of high school. I decided to have a few friends over for a sleepover for my birthday. We decided to sleep downstairs as there's more room down there for everyone and we wouldn't be bothered by my parents. We all watch a couple Disney movies, and eventually we all pass out. Are you whispering? No. Okay. I was like, am I? I feel like I'm in a tunnel. Really? I have been having, like, a panic attack all day. Oh, okay. So I'm like, am, is she just whispering, or am I, like, having tunnel ears? No. Okay. I think I'm talking normally. The rest of the story is told based on the witness story of my friend. We will call her Jen. The other friend we will call Jane. Okay, so Jen and Jen Jane. And Jane. Or the friends. Okay. My friend Jen wakes up to this weird clicking sound coming from the bathroom no, during no, no, the no, sleepover. No, no, no. She rolls over to ask me if I'm awake, but finds that I'm not in bed. <gasps> she then assumes I'm in the bathroom and lays down to wait for me to get back. After about 15 minutes, she realizes that she really needs to pee, so she gets up and walks to the bathroom door to ask if I'm done. She finds me laying unconscious on the floor, seizing, and sees the girl ghost in the white gown crouched over me, making a weird clicking sound with her bony hand on my face. (gasps) I told you this was a bad one. Jen then runs to bed and shakes Jane awake in a panic. Jane runs upstairs to wake up my mom, and Jen runs back into the bathroom with a cue stick (laughs) from pool, maybe, that she found on the floor. She finds that the ghost is gone, and I'm laying motionless on the floor. My mom eventually runs in and calls an ambulance. The doctors told me I had a high fever, and my heartbeat was dangerously high. Needless to say, after that, I steered clear of the basement and never left my room after going to bed for the night. Oh my fuck. Well, is there more? Thank you, ladies, for everything that you do. (laughs) You both have really helped me to battle my depression 
even though I still struggle every day. Tuesdays are definitely days I look forward to. Also, I would love to have Jerry take pictures for my future wedding. <laughs> love you, ladies. I'm so sorry that I'm not I'm not really doing yeah. that much anymore. But um, part of me wonders, like, it's my heart was racing when I read that the first time. Did you think that the the little girl was like doing something to her? Or maybe trying to help. That's what I was thinking. Like, I wonder if the little girl was like, I'm here, like was clicking to like say, hey, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Come over here. (gasps) You know what I mean? That's a really beautiful way to spin that. I'm glad you're trying. You have to. I'm fucking trying. Surely won't drive. Oh my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) Please look forward and see what I just look over. He was staring at me. There's a guy painting outside. <laughs> I just didn't expect to see him up. Okay, so we have windows that are fogged like halfway. I didn't know he would be on a ladder. So when I looked over, his face was fully just staring at me. It scared the shit out of me. Well, I saw him walk by and I saw like a shadow, but I, I like jolted. But I'm like, oh, that's just the guy. Shit. You, uh, my, oh my God. I'm I like on vibrate. Dude, he was staring at me i can't see that was really scary he might have just been like whoa what are they doing that's cool in there they got microphones in their face but to me i was like we're telling spooky stories <laughs> don't look do in this. here don't look in here all right i gotta go pee i just almost pissed <laughs> that was so scary. right now that piss girls emptied her bladder <laughs> we're gonna go on to a palate cleanser <laughs> so we're gonna do a scary one a happy one a scary one a silly one mm-hmm. We did we drink a whiskey drink. We drink a coffee drink. <laughs> Is that right? Cider drink. Fuck it. All right. This one's a local. Yes. Hi, ladies. Shay here. Let me begin. <laughs> you know. yeah, I do. Let me begin by letting you know how much I love you and your podcast. I get excited for it every week. I graduated a year after you guys from the same high school. Sierra. We had some great times working at Applebee's together. By the way, I love that this is how she says this about us, as if we weren't, like, very, very close. We almost lived together. <laughs> that, me and this person, I don't know how much she wants me to divulge into this, yeah. but we were very close friends, and I'd still like to be, so, like, reach out to me. Okay. And I will never forget going with you to get your nips pierced <laughs> and discovering that we both got our salads tossed by the same <laughs> That so checks out. Funny. <laughs> Jerry, I was visiting our hometown recently and I saw you at the local coffee shop with your dad. I must admit that I shyly smiled at you but was too scared to come tell you how much I love your work. You both are an inspiration and I truly am so happy to I am so happy for you both. That was my bad. I fucked that up. I I now I'm curious. I get lunch with my dad every Wednesday, so I'm assuming that's when it was, but now I'm trying to think if I saw anyone shyly mm-hmm. smile at me or and if I like smiled back now i feel like i I smile at you i know a lot of you and i are almost were like we don't want to be seen not even because of the podcast it's just like who we are as people when we go out in public so i just like keep my head down and try not to look around because i'm like see i am embarrassed to be out in public i'll be honest i'm always looking around but it's more so like um you know those robots in movies that are like scanning Scanning. for insecurities scanning for insecurities (laughs) i'm not scanning for insecurities i'm scanning for like threats and if i don't clock you it's probably because i view you as like a non-threat yeah and so i just kind of like keep it moving i get that that. either way i still i wish i would have seen you to smile at you (laughs) that's the truth 
I don't know that this would be considered a scandal, but it is a memory that frequently pops into my head and makes me laugh. Oh, this is where I say, thank you so much. Those are the kind of stories we want on top of scandals and everything else. If you have a story that you just want to share that makes you laugh or is a ghost story, is a roommate story, is a scandal, is any of those things, mm-hmm. you can send it to lntstories at gmail.com. Please, we love them. Put in the storyline about uh, what, what you the think. Content. The content. Yeah. That it might be that way I can like read it before I have to read it and kind of put it in the um, correct folder. That's it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Keep them organized. I'm trying. Just so whenever we do like get the poll and people decide like what they All want. ghost stories or something, then I can go to my folder that says strictly ghost stories and you can make sure your ghost story gets read. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's what I did for this one. I went ghost story and then I just kind of flipped through all the other folders and picked randomly. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Let's go back to those dreaded puberty years where everything is awkward, feels cringeworthy, and you cannot keep up with your changing body. My biological parents divorced right as I was entering middle school. By the time I was going into my seventh grade year, oh, seventh grade, that was a hard time. Mm. Me and my siblings were living with my mom and our new soon-to-be stepdad. He has three kids of his own, so we were all learning how to be one big mixed family. Mm -hmm. This obviously meant that we would all go on a family vacation. As somebody who had to deal with this same kind of shit, that is like, that is the toughest part of it, is being like, okay, sure, we can live together every other weekend or whatever in one big house. But then having to go travel in a small car with everybody and like you have a lot of different personalities. Yeah. For us, it was five kids that we had to put together and and two and three was always the mix. It was yep. me and my sister and it was either my dad's kids or my mom's step kids and it was always like a big, just a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot just for like a a, a biological like all sa- all the same family family to go somewhere because it's already different personalities but yeah. now it's different personalities of people that you don't spend a whole lot of time with that you have to like hey uh, we're married now and so you, you have to get along and you didn't get a choice you in didn't choosing get a choice because you can choose your friends you know what I mean you can pick your friends but you can't pick your friends nose or whatever mm-hmm. but like you don't pick your step siblings oftentimes no and if they suck they suck or if you just like don't vibe you don't vibe you know what I mean yeah it's the truth okay so all eight of us go on vacation to Emerald Isle North Carolina for the vacation okay the vacation was your average family beach trip I remember lots of fun in the sun and eating delicious food I also remember something that I did on this vacation that used to make me cringe but now just makes me laugh just a side note I've never told anyone about this until very recently. Maybe I blocked it out due to embarrassment. Either way, it wasn't until recent that I text that I was texting my sister and saying, "Hey, did I ever tell you about the time in Emerald Isle when dot 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 dot?" So here we go. When I feel we were- so honored that you're sharing this with <laughs> us and that we're sharing it with put everyone. On this huge platform. So here we go. When we were in Emerald Isle, we rented one of those big beach houses that are in an allotment with a ton of other beach houses. Everything we needed to enjoy the vacation was close by, the beach, the pool, etc. This allowed for us to be pretty independent, meaning if my family wanted to go to the beach and I didn't want to go, it was safe for me to stay home and make my way to them later. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't remember why I was at the beach house alone on this day in particular, but I was, and thank God I was alone because I don't know if I could have lived this one down had someone walked in or should I say walked out on what I was doing. 
<laughs> it was a hot and sunny morning, and I decided to sit out on the front balcony of this beach house. Now, these beach houses faced all different directions, meaning that there were houses facing the balcony that I was sitting on, basically in all directions. Also, this was a duplex, which just amped up the risk factor of my actions. This was all important information for the upcoming details. As I was sitting on the balcony in my bikini, I made a shocking discovery that was horrifying to me. I see that I have dark pubes escaping my bathing suit bottoms all over my inner thighs. <laughs> okay. This was the moment I realized that pubic hair was not contained to just your immediate pubic area. <laughs> that is as true. A, as a young person, that is a shocking discovery to make. Why do I have thigh burns? <laughs> it should not be I happening. Remember. My pubes go down to almost my knees. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in shorts and I look down. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Those are pubes. Those why? Are pubes. And why? It's horrifying. Am I comfortable with having leg hair? But as soon as it's, it's what has a perm, <laughs> I don't want people to see it. <laughs> it's the truth. And it, I will tell you because I know this person that they have hair very similar to mine. It's shocking when it's dark too because it gets like very dark, very thick. And mm-hmm. then you're like, that's not normal leg hair. <laughs> I know what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so this was a mo- uh, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, we said that. This was also the moment that I realized that there was more to my crotch than I imagined. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> when you have dark hair, this is just a normal thing, as if my mustache wasn't enough. <laughs> that I could have written this. With this stunning and new information, I basically began to panic. I have to get rid of this unsightly jungle, must have been my anxious thoughts. And I must have been in quite the anxiety fog because my logical thinking was clearly impaired. My solution to this perceived problem was to take my bathing suit bottoms off, grab a razor, and go back out to the balcony to shave (laughs) my crotch. Yes, you read that correctly. I took my pew party back outside to complete the job. Well, <laughs> Maybe you're just like, you could see the best in natural lighting. Honestly, it's jarring when you're in a shower and it's dark in there, even though they have the overhead light. That's never enough. No. And then you go out onto the beach where there's full natural lighting and you're like, what in the fucking <laughs> Sam Hill? <laughs> I've missed so much. <laughs> oh, So I kind of get it. Yeah, for sure. There I was in broad daylight, working frantically yet thoroughly to eradicate the thicket of my loins on the front balcony of a beach house. It's beautifully written. So good. I want to say I went into thinking that it would be a quick job with great lighting. However, ADHD and hyperfocus began working against me as I continued to uncover more and more black hair for what seemed like an eternity. <laughs> it was like when the brooms and the sorcerer's stone kept doubling and Mickey can't keep them under control. <laughs> Except in this scene, it was me and some vicious pubes. <laughs> is that the sorcerer's stone or is that Fantasia? Could have been either. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see you. <laughs> Oh, God, that's so funny. (laughs) To be honest, I don't know exactly how long the battle between me and my pubes went on, but I think it's safe to say it was way too long. And I think I have kept this gem of a story to myself for too long as well. So here you go. Even if this story doesn't make it onto the pod, I hope you guys at least get a good laugh out of it. I know I do. Love you, ladies. Keep inspiring and sharing the love. Love, Shay. That is so fucking funny. (laughs) Brava. Brava. We love to see. I don't know why. 
when I was that age, and even honestly up until right now, mm-hmm. I just have in my head that if I, even if I can see someone, they probably can't see me. Yes. They're not looking. No. They don't see me. I'm fine. I can I'm do invisible, whatever I want. And yes. that's what we've been told kind of our whole lives. Oh my God. I just realized that. Thank you for telling the story because it just reminded me. Uh, bitch, I'm not the naked neighbor. What? Yeah. <laughs> You're in a neighborhood yeah. full of very old <laughs> I know. If you guys are longtime listeners, you know I live in a retirement area. Uh-oh. Okay. So I go to open my door to check to see if I have mail. The mail comes, this is important, daily between 12 and 1230. Oh my God, I that say is that precise. Because we live in a retirement area, you know people are getting up at the butt crack of dawn. They are. Okay. The second the sun rises, so do they. Mm-hmm. It's important to note because I wouldn't expect to see someone nude at noon. <laughs> Certainly not. So I go to open my door to check my mail and I lock eyes with the lady across the street mm-hmm. who is Uh-oh. naked except underwear. Okay? Oh my God. Boobs out. <laughs> no robe, like just a flesh. From head to toe. And getting her mail. Outside? Outside. Oh my god. Outside, like out the door. Out the door. And I like, I close my door a little bit. So she, I don't want her to get spooked. I don't, I don't want her to get nervous and like not get her mail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just, I let her finish. Um, oh my I god, did watch. that's me. That's me all the time. I used to, when I would get my electricity shut off, <laughs> <laughs> I would know I sleep naked, okay? And I would hear that boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, they're here to shut my shit off again. <laughs> shit. Because, because, okay, once they were doing that, I had like 10 seconds to run down there and plead. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like I was it's talking to the <laughs> It was like, I was, literally, it was like I was talking to the troll. The I got to pay the troll toll here. <laughs> Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. At Founders Brewing Company, we set out to create a beer that lets you embrace the unconventional. Mortal Bloom is a radiantly beautiful, hazy IPA that will wrap your taste buds with intense citrus and tropical notes of pineapple and mango. Coming in at 6.2% ABV with big aromatics and no bitterness, it's the perfect beer if we do say so ourselves. Visit foundersbrewing.com to find Mortal Bloom Hazy IPA. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, (laughs) 
it's there. I always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. They're just doing some stuff. Okay, anyways. So sometimes if they were nice, they would be like, hey, you find a way to pay in the next hour. I'll come back. If you get it paid, I won't shut it off. Sometimes they were like, fuck you anyways. You have, mm-hmm. and if it was a Friday, which they did all the time, I don't know why, <laughs> then they would be like, sorry, can't send someone out to turn it back on until Monday. And so I'd have the whole fucking weekend without electricity. Not a fun time. Yeah. Not a fun time. Anyways, because of that, because I knew this, because it happened to me so often, I would just grab the nearest thing, a teddy bear, a fucking <laughs> pillow, a blanket, whatever I could mm-hmm. to just like put in my front. And my ass was out mm-hmm. fully out yep <laughs> so i would be like hello and they'd look at me like oh my she is naked in the store and i'm like i surely am but i need you to not shut my shit off so what do i have to do I'm do sorry i have to that move I'm- this teddy bear or what <laughs> do you want to show because i will show you yeah <laughs> if it means you'll keep it on I'm for an sorry. extra hour how much was the electricity again <laughs> <laughs> was it two food <laughs> Two boobies <laughs> But this woman was not covering anything. That's that she is was almost gonna like, be me when I'm older. Don't fuck with me. I don't care. I respect her a lot more now. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I, I do want to see I though. Am. I'm going to peek. <laughs> here I am worried about walking around in a tank top and underwear in my house. Oh, I do it. I do. She that. walked outside <laughs> <laughs> in the front. It wasn't like I caught her at the side door. No, that was her front door. She gave me full frontal at the front door. <laughs> she did. I like that. Are you ready to get scared again? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Number two scary story. I'm not going to tell you this, the, the name of this one either because I just want you to get spooked. Okay. Hi, ladies. My name is Synth. They, them. I love that. I have two spooky stories for y'all today. One of them is more humorous than scary, so let's dive in headfirst with the scariest one. (gasps) I had my first and only sleep paralysis experience when I was around four years old. (laughs) Yep, yep. Some people wanted sleep dreams once, so I'm trying to please everyone. Y'all know how I feel about fucking sleep paralysis. Well, you're really not going to like this one. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was asleep in my room, and I woke up, quotes, And couldn't move. This is at four years old, by the way. Mm. All I could do was move my eyes to look around the room. Aside from that, I could not move at all. I glanced toward the foot of my bed, and what I saw still creeps me out to this day. There was a tall, older woman with long, curly, blonde hair. She wore a long t-shirt that was much too big for her and went down to her knees. She was grinning at me. Not a kind, sweet grin, but a grin that showed sinister intentions. Her eyes were pitch black except for two small red dots in the middle where her pupils should have been. She slowly started walking towards the bed, the head of the bed where my pillow was. She seemed to have been struggling to walk because her bones would crackle and move <gasps> irregularly every step she took. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to do this to you. 
Once she was standing over the side where my head was resting, where my head was resting on my pillow, she caressed my cheek and shushed me. After that, she smiled a wide smile, showing her rotting teeth and foul-smelling breath. She lunged at me and wrapped her hands around my neck, and I began to start suffocating. I forgot to tell you that I added a lot that had like also horrible things that happened to these people. So. What's, Sorry, what's, everybody. I really wanted you to feel spooky. What vibe? What's getting me is like a lot of the descriptors of the movements of this person is what I experienced I, in my sleep paralysis. I know. And so it's like, oh my god, were we fucking haunted by the same thing? I is know. this like a a thing? I know. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I was laying there, tears running down my face, but I couldn't do anything to fight back. I just watched as her grin became more and more sinister looking as I started to black out. Just as my vision was about gone from lack of oxygen, the old woman disappeared. I watched as she just seemed to vanish into a small cloud of dust. I bolted upright in bed, still crying and taking in deep, heavy breaths. I was having a difficult time catching my breath and my neck felt sore for days after that. I've never seen the woman since. I've moved out of that house and a friend of mine has moved in. She mentioned seeing the woman in the hallway on one occasion. She described it just like the lady I'd seen. I had never told anyone about my sleep paralysis episode. It's giving insidious. I know. Fast forward. We had moved into a different house and I was around 17 at the time. I was talking to my mom and we were on the topic of sleep paralysis. Having never told her the story of my sleep paralysis episode before, I decided to tell her. Her face dropped. I asked her what was wrong and she told me that before her and my dad had bought that house, an old woman was living there who looked identical to how I described she had fallen and broken her hip and had to live in an assist, a full-time assisted living home for the rest of her life until she passed away. I don't love that that just thumped right above us. She was never able to go back home. I'm 19 now, and I have never had another sleep paralysis episode since that time, but it still scares the absolute shit out of me to think about, and I'm terrified of that house. I've never been one to believe in ghosts and such, but after all these years, I can't think of any logical reason for these encounters. I hope this next story gives you some giggles. And yeah! <laughs> well, you, you know way, what else? You're going to not probably giggle and laugh at first at this, but okay. next story, but it's fine. Well, what I was going to tell you is the guy whose house we bought fell down a flight <gasps> of stairs and broke his hip. Holy fuck, I didn't know that. And at the, he was at the bottom of the stairs for like... A good amount of time. Oh my fuck. Before they found him and then moved him to an assisted living center. And that's why we were able to buy the house. Ah! Mm hmm. Ooh. He has since passed, <gasps> which, whenever we first moved in there, there was a lot of like stuff yeah. happening. Oh my God. I know. And he was never married, never had any kids. Like he was just solo dolo. Oh my God. That made me just really have a full. Body shivers. Mm-hmm. Here we go. He left peanuts in the basement. I know. I remember. It was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Just right <laughs> where his chair was. Out of your mouth. <laughs> I def. Oh, this definitely wasn't funny at the time, but looking back, it's quite hilarious. Yeah, it was definitely traumatizing. Mm. When my sister and I were younger, we were very rowdy, misbehaving children. Very rowdy, misbehaving children. There we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> I put way too long of a pause there. Because of this, my mom and dad often got exhausted from our constant sibling fights. My dad came up with a story to keep us from being absolute crotch goblins. <laughs> he said that we had an older sister named Abigail that was so bad and misbehaved so much that they kept her locked in the basement and fed her once a month. <laughs> I know this isn't funny because it's fucked up, but just the sheer shit that like our generation of parents came up with to fucking manipulate us into being good children is so bananas. Yeah. It gets worse. Could you imagine going to school and being like, yeah, I have an older older sister, sister, Abigail. She's they would call CPS so fucking fast. That's what I'm saying is like they didn't care. They were like actively beating the shit out of their kids. I'm sure. I'm sure your they're parents not, are probably just trying to get you to cooperate. They're not going to care that I have your older sister in the basement. Okay. Oh, my God. Now, obviously, this wasn't true. Abigail doesn't and never did exist, but my little tiny pre-adolescent brain thought he was dead serious. One day, I was being a particularly bad child, probably just a child in general, but it's fine. <laughs> and my dad gets so fed up with me that he shoves the pudding cup he was about to open in my hands and tells me to go to the basement and feed Abigail. <laughs> I start bawling. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because of the way this ends. So don't. Okay. I know this is horrifying, but I also know how it ends. This is so fucking scary because imagine you go down and you're like, Abigail. She's like, I'm I'm like saying. Saying. you jumped. I did jump. Because no, it's so scary. In my mind, if a, if if a parent is like making this story yes. up, I feel like it's almost calling. You're also worse. Well, you're and conjuring also, something that what's is happening gonna... inside your brain that that's an acceptable thing to create. That's what I'm saying. Is like I feel like you're calling upon something to <laughs> to be like to answer this yes. this storyline, and and so she goes down, Abigail, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Begging him not to make me go down there. He said, if you don't go, you'll be in way more trouble than you already are. Oh, my fuck. So I slowly made my way to the basement door and opened it. As I'm about halfway down the stairs, I hear my dad yell, oh, and she wasn't fed last month, so she'll probably be really hungry and might try to jump you. At that moment, I started sobbing. I threw the pudding cup down the stairs as hard as I could. Oh, great. Now I've made a mess. Now the pudding cups exploded. (laughs) And ran back upstairs and slammed the door shut. Days later, my mom goes down to the basement to get something and just sees spoiled chocolate pudding splattered all over the floor and the wall of the basement right at the bottom of the stairs. And then a lonely little plastic pudding cup that because I had thrown it so hard had broken the tile floor. Oh, my God. That's what you get, Dad. That is what you get. Hold on. You're going to really like the but not really. My mom asked my sister and I what happened, and I denied ever knowing anything about it. So your boy never got in trouble for it. And you know what, Dad? I got the last laugh anyways, because now you're farther down in the ground than the basement ever was. <laughs> Their dad's dead? I think so. JK, JK, wish you weren't, Miss you. <laughs> A little bit of that feels like not JK. <laughs> a little bit a little bit of that feels like karma <laughs> yeah 
Thank you, ladies, for taking the time to read about my traumatic childhood, and I hope this gave you a good scare and a good laugh. I always look forward to Tuesdays, whether I'm working out at the gym or driving to work. Listening to your podcast always makes me laugh and gets me in a good mood. As someone who suffers from major depressive disorder, I probably wouldn't laugh nearly as much on a weekly basis without you gals. I love you lots. I hope you both have a wonderful day. Give Mosby a hug for me. Oh, <laughs> I will. Such an intense story. I was like, this is unfucking hinge. And then the end hit me, and I was like, there it is. There's that dark humor we ya. love. <laughs> we love that. There's that coping mechanism <laughs> that we're oh so fond of. We are. Two I'm more. Awesome. Yeah, sure. Well, do you want to end? Do you want to do three more? Oh yeah, because I forgot. we're gonna have a sandwich of a spooky uh-huh, story. So uh-huh. we'll do funny, a spooky, another. Funny, I guess and I we'll just like good. thought that one was the funny and the spooky. Yeah, and mixed it was in kind one, of but two. yes, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh huh. Hello, you lovely ladies. My name is Lily Fern. She, her. That's I beautiful. Know, isn't it? So back in 2010-ish, I was dating this, I want to say tennis, but I know it's 10-ish, 2010-ish. I was dating this dude in a heavy metal Christian band. Wild, I know, but they had some cool music and I could appreciate talent. <laughs> now, I don't know if it was just me when I was younger, but I was morti- mortified at the thought of somebody hearing me pee. God forbid I ever had to shit at my boyfriend's house. I feel like I, I get that. Okay, That's well, a very, that's age type feeling there's a tangent here that they inserted that i think explains it It says tangent i used to refuse to piss at my best friend's house when i was 13 to 15 years old when i slept over because of her asshole brother teasing me for peeing so loud i'd wait anxiously until i could call my mom and make her pick me up at like 5 a.m oh my (laughs) god imagine waiting that long just fucking having to pee so bad and then finally being like fuck it my mom's probably awake now mom can you please come pick me up i gotta piss (laughs) Imagine being the parents that you slept over at their house and they wake up and you're gone. I know. (laughs) Did you tell anyone you were leaving? Probably not. If you didn't know the nest trick, you should because it would have really helped me out back then, which is just like flooding the the bowl with toilet paper so it doesn't clang as loud. Clang? What are you pissing? (laughs) You've heard me pee. I pee loud as fuck. You pee hard. Well, I do that on purpose and I'll tell you why at the end of this. (laughs) I do that for a reason because people have told me, wow, I can hear you peeing. And then for a a little bit of me wants to like showboat it to be like, (laughs) you'll hear me piss now. Yeah, you want to hear a strong stream. Oh, I will fucking pit. I'll angle it so that you just hear it straight off. Ting! Okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, now we know where my anxiety came from. One day, a few of the band members were over and I had to pee. Knowing the hallway echoed like an empty house, I went when they were all in the garage. Trying my hardest not to sound like I was using the toilet for what it was fucking built for, <laughs> I sat as far forward as I could on the seat to, I don't know, make the pee stream down the bowl and not high pressure hose into the water. <laughs> okay. So they're sitting really far forward. Yeah, I'm following the back. logic. Keeping in mind, I had been waiting a while and I was busted. <laughs> Tell me why busted. I feel like you're dating someone you're at my husband's house because like he was in a Christian heavy metal band around this time ish yep. and all of his friends would go in the garage. I know that's not a very, un- no. n- none of that is unique. I've also dated fucking people ever. like that around that same time. But that's, I just want you to know I'm picturing you in my husband's house. Yep. Same. But my ex-boyfriend. It's fine. <laughs> Why are you in his house? <laughs> I sat so far forward that my fire hydrant piss stream shot 
shot forward through my legs, onto the seat, down the outside of the toilet, and all over the floor. When I tell you, no amount of toilet paper would soak that puddle up, let alone not clog the toilet, because you know you couldn't catch me dead flushing more than once. (laughs) I tried, but in fear of clogging the toilet, I sheepishly bailed. And I acted like it wasn't me. No joke. I went and found my boyfriend and told him that I thought a spider crawled on my back and I jumped forward and I had an accident. (laughs) I feel like that's worse. (laughs) He just looked at me in horror and told me to go clean it up. He gave me a tea towel. I assume I managed to clean up the mess. I assume. At this point, I'm just picturing them blacked out from panic. I wish it was the first and only time it ever happened to me, but unfortunately, I managed to do it multiple times, but far less bad. (laughs) Girl, just piss in the toilet. (laughs) Yes. Can I tell you, though, that happened to me after my tummy tuck because, because, remember. Because, 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 because. (laughs) Because I got a a facelift. And your poosh. Yeah. (laughs) My simosi. So there was nothing closing it. So when I sat down. Sorry, where, <laughs> where I normally peed was lifted. And so oh, I know it just shot straight forward. Yeah, it was like I had to adjust the bidet to go in the hole again. But on yourself? Yes. Yourself I was bidet. the bidet. <laughs> okay. I get I'm it. the bidet. <laughs> in this it's, scenario, it's my it's bidet. <laughs> Good. I can proudly say I now don't give a fuck who hears me piss. Hell yeah. That's growth. Because motherhood has taken away <laughs> I any... Thought, I thought you were going to say, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, gross bitch. No, I'm kidding. That is growth and I applaud it. Because motherhood has taken away any dignity that I had left and I grew up and here, realized here. nobody actually cares if you're peeing in the toilet. Go figure. Mm. Love yous all the way here in Down Under. <gasps> oh, this is Australia. Oh, piss gal. <laughs> piss gal. G- girl. Girl. No, it's certainly not girl. <laughs> Oh, a piss girl up here. Yeah. Piss girl. Oh, she's pissing girl. <laughs> no, piss girl. <laughs> girl. 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 Yeah, girl. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Piss lady. Piss lady. Oh, piss stallion. <laughs> How you feeling, piss lady? <laughs> oh, oh piss good on you, piss lady. I feel like I found it. <laughs> I did it. I'm lost. I'm lost in Nar. the piss toilet. Nar. Piss lady. <laughs> okay. Piss lady. Mac, mac, mac. All dressed in black, black, black. Buttons all down her back, back, back. Feels like we're making fun of this one. <laughs> I know we're not. No. This like. was a me thing. Here's our last ghost story. Spoo- Spoo- Hello, my name is Cherry. Yes. Cherry? You can, yes. Like and Ed Sheeran's wife? They even put the cherry. Emoji? Emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was Okay. Called. Yes, you can use my name on the podcast. Pronouns are she, her. I'm originally from England. <gasps> oh, Cherry. Well... Are you Ed Sheeran's wife? I'm going to fucking freak out. Probably not, because they live in Michigan now. She lives in Michigan. Oh, do you think Ed Sheeran's living in Michigan? Good. Looking at a correctional facility? <laughs> Good. Okay, well, 
I've been living in Michigan for five and a half years, and I work for the Department of Corrections. Let me tell you, working in various prisons and correctional facilities has come with its fair share of spooky tales. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I worked second shift in a part of what was originally the Southern Michigan Correctional Facility. At one time, it was the largest walled prison in the world, holding up to 6,000 inmates before it was split into two smaller prisons and a secure hospital facility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I uh, do interject? a spinoff? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to interject here. Okay. Uh, Your Honor, I'd like to interject here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Um... You know how in a classroom setting, if, like, all the kids are acting like fucking fools and they're all failing, at some point, they don't, like, continue to punish the kids. They look at the teacher and they're like, what the fuck are you doing that is causing so much chaos? I didn't know that because I've only ever been the kid in this scenario, so, Okay, fair. But that's what I think about when when I hear that we obviously have the most incarcerated people ever. It's almost like... It's a me problem. It's an us problem. I feel like... Why are Someone, we housing people with non-violent violent crimes longer than people like with rape charges? Yeah, I could say that. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, there's you hey, gotta the calls Nancy coming Reagan, from inside the why house. Why are we doing the don't say no to drugs thing when maybe we don't should... say no to drugs? <laughs> that's what I say. That's, Sorry. that's not Nancy Reagan. <laughs> that's, that's me. Vera. Don't <laughs> don't Nancy say no. Says, Come on, say no to drugs. But then they made it a big. I'm not going to get political here, but all I'm saying is, why do we have nonviolent offenders in jail longer than violent offenders? That's all I'm worried about. I don't give a fuck about your taxes. We just get out of federal prison. <laughs> we just have a lot of fucking people it gives a shit. incarcerated. So I know somebody who has a, they got out of jail in 18 months for a rape charge. Get the fuck out of here, America, you dumb bitch. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is okay. We have so many people who are incarcerated. No, that's a problem. And... I think that at some point we need to reflect and be like, I don't think creating more prisons is the solution. I think maybe people who, I don't know, are addicted or selling drugs, maybe there's a bigger issue to look at than like, I don't know, putting them in jail where they can still sell or get drugs. (laughs) I don't know. Let's think about that. I don't know. Doesn't seem like a good solution. We don't know dick about shit. Disrespect, disrupt, dismantle, dispussy. (laughs) (laughs) Dispussy. Is it dismantle? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's not dick me down, daddy. Like we originally <laughs> thought. Well, it could be. Yeah, maybe later uh, after we solve the prison reform thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do it one go story at a time. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Although I worked second shift, we would have. Uh, although I worked second shift. We would sometimes have to stay into third shift in order to ensure that there was adequate staffing on nights where there had been call-ins or people with vacations booked. Okay. We would lock down the housing units for the night, ensuring all offenders were locked in their cells, and you would have to do intermittent rounds to ensure there was no trouble throughout the night. Well, between these rounds, you'd sit at the officer's station, get comfy and strike up conversation with the other officer, and suddenly one or both of you would see something all the way up on 4th Gallery. Imagine an old cell block like you see in the movies. You know that you you knew that you'd locked all the cell doors and no one had been authorized to be out. Despite this, you'd have to go check. You'd have no choice but to investigate just in case it was, in fact, someone trying to escape. 
We do another round, check all the doors, ensure all offenders were accounted for, and then get settled downstairs in the office just to once again notice movement up those six flights of stairs and in the dimly lit part of the back of the housing unit. A shadowy figure peering out from over the railings or through the cell bars. Once again, we would go check it out, but to no avail. This would continue basically all night. Oh, my God. Lots of officers would have similar stories and often spoke of an offender who had been locked up and passed away there in the 1920s who we affectionately nicknamed Eight Block Charlie. (gasps) Charlie had even shown himself to some of the offenders staring at them through the cell bars or grabbing at them in their sleep. Oh, my fuck. Imagine you're already in fucking jail and then a ghost is like, bloop. Charlie, you motherfucker. (laughs) Can I have a fucking minute? Eight block Charlie? Mm -hmm. That is the most ghost name fucking ever. He might as well be Casper. (laughs) I also also believe he was the spirit who tried to pull my... I'm sorry. I just pictured Casper like smoking a cigarette (laughs) as a ghost. As an eight-year-old child. (laughs) He's got like an anchor on his arm and he's like... They're like, Casper? And he's like... I don't answer to that anymore. I'm Charlie. I've been eight block Charlie for a minute. They call me Charlie. <laughs> what happened? I Casper? also believe he was. <laughs> what happened to you? I died when I was eight, dude. <laughs> it's a fucking life. I also believe he was the spirit who tried to pull my keys off my belt as I closed the locking mechanism for the cell doors one night. It was a definite tug on my key ring. So much so that I turned with my fist raised, thinking a person was there and I was about to be attacked. Nope, no one was there. He was just like, deet, deet. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me. No, don't touch my keys. I have plenty more spooky stories, and I have attached two images of how the inside of the cell block looks so you can better imagine how it feels and how eerie it becomes in the dead of night. I'll show them to you if you want. Also, (laughs) an image of the exterior, a bird's eye view of the entire complex because it's enormous. Thank you, ladies, for all you do. I love listening to your podcast on my way to work. I'm now part of the training team for the department, so I train new officers to go deal with the ghosts instead. Ha ha ha. But having your podcast keeps me chuckling away and is one of my highlights of the week. I appreciate you so much. Oh, we appreciate you. And Mm -hmm. thank you for your service. Yes. For real. Because that's Mm -hmm. scary. To the ghosties and the other people. (laughs) It is. All right. I'm going to end this shit on a hoe story. And not just any hoe story. A homie hopper three-way edition host story. <laughs> yes. Yo. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. yo. Feel free to say my name and the rest of the name names. Say my name. Ooh. The rest of the names have been changed, so they're also safe to mention as well. Dope. Carmen here with a couple of piggyback, or would it be doggy styles? <laughs> it's a host story. Stories. I, like most good young Christian girls, got married at 19, had two kids, and then got divorced at 22, which is really when my awakening kicked off. <laughs> awakening. Love it. I love it. It started with Drake, who was a classic friends with benefits turned carbon caught unreciprocated feelings situation. Mm. <laughs> we have classic in there classic. we're like no i totally just want to hook up too and then i'm like i think i love you <laughs> whoopsie like, i thought you were just gonna be cool i am cool but do you love me back i fucked around and caught feelings so, <laughs> so did you as well and they never do but they say they do 
Oh, they'll tell you they love you when they're blackout drunk <laughs> on a Saturday evening after you drove them home from the bar. This is not something Sears experienced. No, I don't have any experience with this whatsoever. <laughs> you, you, they tell you they love you, and then you drive to their apartment, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm <laughs> calling the cops. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Okay. I will say then that I also have experience with this next part. That's why I approve, Carmen. After a while of him telling me again and again that he wasn't interested in adding any strings, I finally said, okay, fine, and started dipping my toe into the roster, starting with one of his employees. Oh. Over the course of a few years, got a white boy on my roster. Even if he really pasta, pasta. pasta and lobster. Lobster and pasta. Pasta and lobster. <laughs> you fucking. No, it is. <laughs> You're right. I know I am. Okay. But I just eat lobster pasta, so it sounds better. But I understand why she said it the way she did. I'm not saying eat pasta and lobster. Anyways. Just a minute. I'll do this. I'm going to do my Let me take your dab. I told him, well, I'm a little busy. Blah, in your city. Well, anyways. Over the course of a few years, I eventually added not one, not two, but every single one of his friends to the rotation, including both of his high school besties, his work bestie, our mutual friends, and I topped it off with having a three-way with his boss and his boss's wife, (gasps) Case and Joanna. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Oh, hot damn. This is my jam. (laughs) Let's expand to the eight. <laughs> no, but this does it. Let's let's expand a little on that last one because it's the real gem of my whore tour 2018. <laughs> Drake lived in. Can we make merch out of that? I want whore tour 2018. <laughs> Drake lived in a different state, and this is where I'm Dr. Seuss in this bitch. <laughs> Drake lived in a different state at one point, so I went to stay with him for a week, and we weren't on great terms, but I was DTF and already had the vacation planned, and I was going to spend time with Joanna, who's the boss's wife, okay? I fucked the boss's wife. (laughs) It just so happened that we were both trying to explore our sexuality. Spoiler alert, we are both bisexual queens. And we decided that her husband should be included in our exploration. We were in the thick of our adventure when a car pulled up and headlights were shining in. Drake had left work early and was coming to pick me up, completely clueless as to what he was interrupting. This went on for the rest of the trip. You have to tell me, did he see it? Well, how did you get out of this? Yes. Sticky situation. Sticky. Sticky. I know it was sticky. (laughs) (laughs) This went on for the rest of the trip with so much of the time being spent secretly texting each other across the schmappelschmies dinner table, trips to the bathroom together so we could have a different kind of snack. (laughs) And also being a little handsy in the backseat on the way from our double dates that week. The guys are sitting up front and the girls are just like <laughs> in the backseat. Teaching each other baseball signs. <laughs> Whoa. That means a home run, friend. <laughs> Am I proud of the fact that I gaslit this man for years telling him he was crazy for ever thinking I would do something like let his boss put his dick in me? <laughs> Meh. <laughs> do I regret it though? Not for a second. <laughs> he didn't want any strings. Yeah. Him knowing hey. that feels like a string. Well, that's what I'm saying. Here, listen. Here's the thing. 
this is what the men in my life, this is why I'm so pro you, Carmen, in this situation is because the men in my life who would do this to me would tell me no strings attached, I don't want any, but then would get furious when I was trying to have the no strings attached. So what that meant to me was- I can't have you keep saying no strings attached when I'm so thinking about insane right now. I know. Sorry, go ahead. What that said to me was, I want to fuck around. I want you to know that I'm going to fuck around, but don't you dare fuck around Mm because I care about you, girl. I care about you, girl. How would you do that to me? You're going to fuck around on me while I'm fucking around on you? That's fucking rude. Fuck you. All I keep thinking is Carmen San Diego. Me too. (laughs) I thought that this whole time. This was some of the craziest sex I've had, and it was nice to prove to myself that I was, in fact, bisexual and not just looking for attention or something. I get that. Mm. Anyways, now I'm almost 30. Haven't had to talk to any of those people from my past. I haven't talked to... Sorry, I'm saying... Haven't had to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading ahead. Anyways, now I'm almost 30. Haven't talked to any of the people from my past like that and have a rocket scientist boyfriend who wants all of the strings attached. Oh, good on you. That's so nice. Rocket scientist. I like that. Yeah, me too. Anyways, that's what we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Was it a good time? So many stories. A little bit spooky. Probably next week with uh, with probably story times of our own. (laughs) Oh my goodness, we're gonna have a we're gonna have quite a trip. I hope. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next Tuesday. We love you so much. Sorry. Wait, you did it different. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. All right. We're out. Goodbye. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.